is the Angel Next Door podcast, where we will talk about all things angel investing, what it is, who does it, how do we find them, what does it mean to invest in an early stage company. If you have ever wondered how you can affect the change you want to see in the world, then tune in to learn more. In today's episode, I'm talking to Gina Tedesco. She's an active investor, serial entrepreneur, and professor of entrepreneurship at Farley Dickinson University. Gina and I met several years ago as we are both members of Golden Seeds. Golden Seeds is an angel group moving the needle on the amount of funding going to female founders by investing in only women-led companies. Gina is not only a member of Golden Seeds, but she also leads the New Jersey chapter. In today's episode, we're going to talk about how she got started as an angel investor, her co-founding of three successful startup ventures, and she's going to tell us a little bit about an exit that she had recently of a company from Brazil that she invested in a while ago. Currently, Gina is chairing the Angel Capital Association's annual summit happening May 17th through the 19th, 2022 in Atlantic City. You won't want to miss it. Enjoy the show. Hi, Gina. Welcome to the show. Hi, Marsha. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks. I'm so excited to have you on the show today. We're going to be talking all kinds of things, angel investing and how you got started in angel investing and your journey. And we are also going to talk about the Angel Capital Association's upcoming summit in May. So I know you are our chair, and I am so excited to hear all the things about that. But let's get started by just talking about how we met. I remember I was new to New York and I had been an angel investor for like a tiny bit, but I got introduced to Golden Seeds at an ACA summit actually. And somebody, when I got to Golden Seeds said, oh, you used to work in education. You need to know Gina Tedesco. And I'm like, okay. And then I got to know you and we got to hang out and got to hang out a lot in New Jersey. So I'm so glad you're on the show. I'm so happy to be here, Marsha. And then I have to say, it's been a long time. I'm trying to remember when that was. And I want to say that it was many, many years ago. I've been an angel investor for what now, maybe 12 years. So it's been a long time, but I do remember our conversation about Golden Seeds and how incredible it was to have other women investors, because back in my previous life, when I was an operator, an entrepreneur on the other side of the table, there was no such group. So I do remember getting into angel investing and saying, wow, this is incredible that there are women supporting women. Yes, I know. That is what I love so much about Golden Seeds is just learning that we could band together and be able to help get more funding to women. It is amazing how few dollars go to female founders. Yes. If you look at the statistics, it really is kind of dismal and hopefully it's getting better, but I'm not so sure. I think it's been a struggle with the pandemic, with women in general. And I do know that some of the statistics out there, I mean, still probably, you know, two to 3% of venture capital is going to women teams. And so I think angels obviously have stepped in and have given women other opportunities to access capital. Yes. 
So you said you got introduced to angel investing about 12 years ago. How did, how did that all start? So interestingly enough, as I said before, I was an entrepreneur. I was on the other side of the table, as they say. And I had founded two companies. One of them was a trading company. We did trade with Brazil and with Asia. And then we got introduced because we had my background is in pharmaceuticals. And my husband and I actually were introduced to a doctor that was from Venezuela. And we wound up starting our second company in New Jersey. And uh, kind of fast forward, after we sold that company, I was trying to figure out what my next move was. And I met a gentleman at the university here in New Jersey, Fairleigh Dickinson University, where they had asked me to teach. And he was an angel investor with a group in New Jersey called Jumpstart New Jersey. And he invited me to a meeting and I dabbled a little and learned what it was all about and really enjoyed it. And my fourth startup became Amala Ventures, which is my company that I invest in. In the meantime, my husband was also doing some investigating of his own and started an accelerator in Brazil. So we kind of have the double-edged sword here. We work in Brazil and we also work in the U.S. investing in companies. Wow, that is fascinating. Okay, so for our listeners, tell us a little bit about what an accelerator is. So an accelerator is kind of before you get to angel investing. We, re- we recommend for entrepreneurs to go out and look for accelerators that can help them to refine their business model. They can help them with their pitch. It really is a place before you actually want to go out and get the big dollars. We'll invest a little bit of money. It will help you kind of build your team. There's a lot of perks. A lot of the accelerators have options where you can get free services from accountants, lawyers, also technology, things like that. So that you're building your, you're kind of bootstrapping, but with help. And the accelerators can help you during these programs. Usually it's four to six weeks. Some of the other accelerators can be shorter or longer, but it'll help you kind of refine everything, especially kind of where you're going. And you'll be ready for the angels when you go out to start pitching your business. Wow, that's neat. But the accelerator is actually in Brazil, right? Yes. Interestingly enough, yes. We actually modeled after an accelerator here. They started popping up probably about 10 years ago. Accelerators also started to form and also be more specific in industry and things like that. So we saw that there was a trend in Brazil. Brazil's a little bit farther behind than we are here in the U.S. in terms of cycles. And it was kind of the right place at the right time. And we were able to work with Brazilian companies that wanted to get on the on the wave of entrepreneurship. And there were also a lot of angels in Brazil that were forming at that time. So now if you fast forward and you look at the stats for Brazil, there's a lot of venture capital going into Brazil right now. A lot wow. of big companies are starting to come out of Brazil. There's a couple of unicorns that have just been minted there. So it's a little bit different cycle, but we 
were able to take advantage of that and invest in some great companies 10 years ago that have actually 2021 was uh, record exits just all around. I think it was a good year for for angels. I mean, these these types of investments are cyclical. And I think we're at that cycle where a lot of the investments that I made 10, 12 years ago have been bearing fruit. Right. Yes. I started angel investing about 10 years ago, and it's just been recently that I've started to see any fruit. (laughs) So now how many cohorts or, or classes have you had at the accelerator? Oh gosh, that's a good question. Probably lost track, but we've accelerated over a hundred companies and invested in probably, you know, most of them, 80% of them. And, you know, as we've kind of grown, the accelerator morphed into different things. And so now we do have a fund. We have a couple funds actually, and to kind of build out those companies that are doing well and to give them access to those follow-on rounds. So we try to kind of look at the life cycle of the companies that we're working with. Wow. And so over a hundred companies, can you give us some examples of what they're doing? So one of the ones that was really near and dear to me because it was an exit was a company called Love Mondays. And the reason why I point that out is she was Brazilian. So it was a a couple like my husband and myself that started a business. She was Brazilian. He was actually Irish. They came to Brazil to our accelerator and they created a company called Love Mondays, which was a company that was helping with reviews of what it was like in the workplace. So it was very, very similar to Glassdoor, where uh, employees could post and they kind of crowdsourced conditions and you know how it was and what companies had what benefits and things like that. And they grew really rapidly in Brazil. And I did mention Glassdoor because they were actually acquired by Glassdoor. So nice. that was one of our more successful exits. And another example of a diverse team. So we really pride ourselves in that as well. Wow, that's great. Any other cool examples? Actually, there's another company that we just exited that was in the logistics space. So during the pandemic, everyone kind of went online, right? We all became virtual again. And they came up with a a, a way to ship goods for e-commerce that was efficient. So they didn't really have those efficiencies. A lot of, you know, maybe a lot of that here in the U.S. there, there was already kind of companies were already doing, but there they managed to just exponentially grow and they were bought by a company that's listed on the Brazilian stock exchange recently. So quite a few examples that was a B2B business logistics, and they were really just at the right place at the right time, but they also had a fantastic management team, again, a nice diverse team that, that really took advantage of the opportunity that was before them. That's awesome. So you have been working with the accelerator companies for quite a while. And then when was it that you got involved with Golden Seeds? So I got involved with Golden Seeds back in 2010, 2009, 2010, I think is when I kind of really decided that this was going to be my 
my next move and decided, okay, we did the accelerator. We started doing the accelerator. We started doing golden seeds. I took care of kind of the U.S. investments. And then my husband was obviously intricately involved in the um, Brazilian he is Brazilian. So that's how we split it up. And I started to kind of realize that even though I didn't have a thesis, I actually had a thesis and I gravitated toward companies that had amazing women founders. So it just kind of was a natural for me. And so I decided to kind of build that into my thesis and Golden Seeds was a great place to access deal flow for those great companies that was around the nation. So that's kind of how I got involved with Golden Seeds. And it's interesting because I think it was a process, right? You, I'm sure you know this too, Marsha, you invest in a couple companies, you kind of take a break, you look at it again with a different uh-huh. eye and your thesis changes. And I think it's great just to have those others around you to kind of inform what is going on at the time. I mean, Angel investing is very risky. It's something that it is an asset class that can be de-risked. And I think one of the things that I particularly like about being part of these groups and being part of the angel community is that you can build your portfolio because you are getting deals from different places and that you can construct a portfolio that is diversified and and can de-risk your investment and hopefully have a return at the end of the day. I love that. In fact, last season, I did record an episode just on diversification, talking about why it's important, how to do it. Because you're right, it's this is a very risky asset class, but you can do a lot to de-risk. You know, If you look at my LinkedIn bio, you'll see that I have exposure to over 200 angel companies, or, or I should say private investments. But that doesn't mean I wrote 200 checks. Yeah, it just means I was very strategic in investing in different funds or, you know, getting exposure to lots of companies with one check. So totally agree on that. Now with Golden Seeds, that group has been, and I'm obviously a member as well. They have a lot of members throughout the country and there used to be, you know, like a group in New York and there was a group in Silicon Valley and a group in Dallas. But now I think with the pandemic, it's, I, we seem to have more and more members kind of all over the country. And then I know how long ago was it now? Maybe like three or four years ago, you started a group in New Jersey. Yeah. So interesting. We actually started the group in New Jersey in February of 2020. That was our first meeting. So you know what we're on. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I don't think I realized that. (laughs) Yeah. So um, we had, we had meetings, you know, we kind of had meetings and informational webinars and and things like that in the fall of, of 2019. But when we really got together for the first time, in person was uh, February 2020. Unfortunately, that was the last time we got together in person until now. But I will say that we've had these chapters in Golden Seeds across the nation, and it was very community-driven. And we were obviously looking at great entrepreneurs throughout the country in our communities and then bringing them up through the Golden Seed process to the forums and eventually to other investors across the nation. What happened during the pandemic was, and I think it was a good thing for New Jersey, is we did office hours in New Jersey, but we were able to quickly, because of the virtual switch to virtual and Zoom, 
we were able to get exposure, not only for companies, but also each other. And so I think what it became a national network. I mean, it really was incredible to kind of watch this happen in real time, but everyone became super close together. And even though I haven't seen, you know, you or many of my colleagues from across the nation in person, we weren't able to have our gatherings, you know, even locally, we really have grown closer and had a lot of cross-pollination between the chapters. And I think that's been happening more and more. I think that led to, as you know, you know, one of the best years from an investment point of view in 2021 that Golden Seeds had, where I believe now we're probably over the $160 million total investment. And I, I think last year was over $20 million invested. Wow. I love that. That's so great. And you and I have talked about this in the past, but Golden Seeds has now gone to an annual, has an annual fund also for its members. Yes, I'm very proud of that, actually, because there was a group that, a working group that spent probably a year or so looking at this and trying to find a way that um, would fit into the Golden Seeds process and also give members another opportunity to invest. And as we were talking before, to also provide members and, you know, new members, people that maybe were not, were invested and then weren't sure if they wanted to put more money in this asset class with a way to diversify their portfolio. And what we came up with was a member-managed annual fund, a very interesting structure. We were able to create a nonprofit who organizes the fund, among other things. Um, We're also going to be looking at other ways to get access to capital to deserving women entrepreneurs through other programs, grant and the like. And so one of the activities of this new organization is to help the members organize themselves to invest in companies. And it was a huge success. I mean, we raised over $2 million for this fund. We will be deploying the capital this year in eight companies, which gives more dollars into deserving companies and also allows investors to participate in different ways in Golden Seed. So another perk of being a Golden Seeds member, getting diversification, and also getting access to capital to deserving women. I love this. People ask me, oh, you know, how did you get exposure to so many companies? Well, it's with things like this. And I am a part of the Golden Seeds Annual Fund too, which I think is so great. But, you know, just being able to put in a small amount of money, but yet get exposure and also feel like you can still have a voice and you're still contributing. I know Golden Seeds is very, very well known for how well they do diligence on companies and how the members really take an active role and interest in in the company and are able to help with things like some of our members even take board seats, but they help with getting some of the products or services that these companies are providing out to you know their customer base, being able to provide the network to maybe open some doors. Let's say they wanted to get into like a Target or a Walmart, and maybe we could do that for help. So there's just so many, so many possibilities. Yeah. I mean, it really is the network effect, isn't it, Marsha? I mean, we have so many people 
And it's incredible. I mean, I've always found it so incredible. Like, where were these women? (laughs) I mean, I don't know when, I don't know when you were maybe in in a different life, right? In our other careers, you know, you felt like you were the only woman in the room many, many times. And maybe that's just because my background, you know, I'm an, I was an engineer and, you know, grew up in the kind of pharma industry and, you know, worked in, in different areas that were more technical, but, you know, sometimes you felt like there was only the only woman in the room. And it's just so incredible to meet all these women across the country that just have fantastic backgrounds that, you know, are, are just so impressive. I mean, it, it really is every single day you meet somebody and say, wow, there's a, you know, finance wizard, a rocket scientist, you know, somebody that worked overseas consumer goods. I mean, we just have so much expertise and talent and, you know, I think that's kind of the point, right? We know that there's amazing women out there and amazing entrepreneurs out there, and we need to make sure that we put our dollars where our mouth is and and support the women coming up. Yes. And I found that our members at Golden Seeds are so giving of their time and their expertise, their networks to these companies. And it's just, it makes such a difference. Yes, definitely. So let's pivot over to talk a little bit about the ACA summits of past, and then we can talk about the future ACA summit coming up here, May 17th through the 19th. I know that you and Mike have been really active about coming to the summits in the past. You've been to, I don't know, even know how many lots. <laughs> uh, so tell us a little bit about you know your experiences before and then how you ended up becoming the chair of this summit, other than I kind of twisted your arm. you'd have to twist that much. Um, So I think it was back when I first joined Golden Seeds or around that time. And I really didn't know. I didn't know what I didn't know. Right. And I think I'm the kind of person that, you know, I really value researching. I think that's, you know, everyone has a superpower. Maybe that's mine. So I did a lot of research. And, you know, when I found out that there was a angel capital association that, you know, worked so hard on bringing angels together and, you know, policy and trying to kind of build those networks even between angel groups. And, you know, remember we weren't virtual way back when, you know, you were kind of in your community. And so what happened was I said, you know, I need to go somewhere and kind of learn, right. You you kind of learn the best, the best in class. And I remember going to Washington DC and it was just incredible. I mean, I believe there was probably 800 to a thousand people there. And I met so many people just from all over the country And it wasn't, you know, it was about the content. I think the content, of course, is interesting and educational and really serious. I mean, I think that was one of the takeaways that the ACA really is teaching people about angel investing, data-driven, you know, trying to make investors the best that they can be, right, for their portfolio that they're constructing. But it was really also the connections and the networking. And so I, you know, went back for more. I just had, I met so many great people that, you know, wanted to see each other again. And so I remember going to San Diego as well, going East Coast, West Coast, right, and all in between. And so I think that's just been kind of the highlights of my journey to learn and to always get 
the best information because things change so quickly in investing, right? There's, you know, one one day there's a hot industry, the next day it's another hot industry, you know, policy changes that could impact investing. And, you know, obviously we need to learn about all these different instruments that are, you know, terms. And so there's just so much to kind of keep abreast of. And it's really nice to be able to share the knowledge and and to, you know, make those connections with others that have been doing this longer and also that are new because sometimes, you know, somebody new with a new point of view gives you a different uh, perspective. Right. I do remember that Washington DC summit. I think it was one of the first ones I was at. It could have been the first or the second, but I do remember that we had a great uh, representation of golden seeds at that summit because it was close to New York and there were a lot of local people to the, you know, at least the Northeast that came and we had a great dinner together and we got to, you know, see other people who were in our group, but yet we don't get to see them every day and then meet all of these different angels from across the world. Really, you know, we have people that come to the summit from Australia, New Zealand, Brazil, so we're we're pretty excited to see what's going to happen this year. So tell us a little bit about the upcoming summit. So this was kind of a, an exciting thing. I mean, in the middle of the pandemic, I think you called me and said, hey, so we're going to have the In Real Life Summit in 2022 in Atlantic City, New Jersey. And, you know, I was like, wow, this is fantastic. It's in New Jersey. Um, and so don't, don't you want to be the chair? And so, <laughs> so I just could not resist because it is in my home state. And so I was, you know, delighted to be able to bring everyone here. And, you know, we had a lot of faith that we would be at a place where we would be in real life. And it looks like, you know, things are, are getting better. So um, it'll be wonderful to see everybody. And I think everybody is just itching to get out and to, you know, get back out from behind our computer screens and out and talking in person. And, you know, I don't know if people know, but New Jersey is really an amazing place for innovation. It's been in our DNA. I don't know. You've, you've heard of Edison and Einstein, but you know, there were women like Erna Hoover and Shirley Ann Jackson at Bell Labs who created, you know, fantastic innovations. The transistor, we're called the nation's medicine chest. We have tons of pharma biotech, which was one of the companies I started in healthcare, fantastic universities. So it really is, you know, an incredible place. And I think that, you know, one of the things that's unique of our Golden Seeds chapter is that we are partnered with the New Jersey Economic Development Authority, which is, you know, a first in terms of how Golden Seeds partners is a public-private and it has just been incredible for the ecosystem. So we have an incredible ecosystem here of angels and supporters. And I think people are going to be surprised. We are thrilled to have a fantastic New Jersey natives being our keynote speaker. And so it's just going to be filled with, you know, exciting content as usual. I think there'll be, you know, timeless content just as it has in the past. And we'll also be in Atlantic City. So there might be some gambling going on. Yes, that would be fun. Uh, I know we're we're looking to have potentially a charity poker night, I think is going to be happening. So that could yes, be Yes, I think that's on the agenda. And the agenda. so it'll there'll be a lot to choose from. And so uh, 
you know, I think people will be excited to obviously get together and network and then also to hear from all of the different colleagues from around the the nation. And, you know, as you said, the world, we do hopefully have a contingent of international people coming as well and to exchange ideas and, and to continue to get better at what we do. Yes. Well, I know I'm super excited to just be able to see everyone again and be able to talk about the different companies. We are going to be showcasing quite a few companies through our innovation funder showcase as well as there is a Founders of Color Showcase the night before on Monday, the 16th. Exactly. Yes. And I think they'll have, you'll have the Angel University as well. The classes will be offered as well. So there's kind of something for everyone. I think it'll be, it'll be a great place to come back in person and make new connections. I love what you're saying about the people who've kind of made New Jersey what it is and and some of the great innovation that has happened there. I love when a conference starts with some of the local success stories. You know, that's always so neat to hear because I think sometimes people, they don't realize it. And the people who live there, they may realize it, but it's like a time to kind of highlight and showcase all of these great things that have happened in the past and highlight areas that people don't really associate with a particular area. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that there's a lot going on. I mean, I know that, you know, we have an FAA facility that's down near Atlantic city. And so there, there's a whole innovation park down there and they're working on, you know, really interesting things, including some drones. So might see some of that as well at the conference. So there's really some exciting things that I think that we'll have in store. And I, you know, I think the most exciting thing for me is really to get back out there and, and meet in person and network with people that we haven't seen in in just so long. And, you know, we kind of miss that. I think we do miss that face-to-face and and those personal connections. I think that's how we came to this point, Marsha, if I'm I'm not mistaken, right? That's right. That's right. And I was talking with a group this morning of newer angels, and they're all going to be coming to the summit as well. So it'll be fun to see our old friends and also make new ones. Exactly. Well, thank you so much, Gina, for being on the show. And I will make sure everybody knows where to go to find out all about the summit and any of the classes they would like to take at the Ann and Bill Payne ACA Angel University. Thanks, Gina. Fantastic. You're welcome. Great to be with you. This podcast is brought to you by the annual and event partners of the Angel Capital Association's annual summit. This must-attend event, ACA 2022, the Summit of Angel Investing, Reach New Heights, Build New Connections, will be held in Atlantic City, New Jersey from May 17th through the 19th. You can learn more by going to our website at theangelcapitalassociation.org and clicking on the events tab. This content would not be possible without these partners and their generous support. Partners like American Express, NIH Seed, Foley Hoag, NSF, America Seed Fund, Assure, Fox Rothschild, Morgan Lewis, KL Gates, Millennium Trust Company, VentureWell, New Jersey ADA, Hugo New Capital, Ben Franklin Partners, and many, many more. Thank you.
The Angel Next Door podcast is informational and not intended to serve as legal, tax, accounting, or investing advice. Our speakers and hosts are thoughtfully selected for their educational value, but their opinions are their own and do not necessarily represent the views of the Angel Capital Association, and the Angel Capital Association does not specifically endorse the use of presenters' products or services. Listeners of the podcast should consult their own tax, investing, legal, or accounting advisors before making important financial decisions. All warranties, including accuracy, completeness, and suitability for specific purpose, are disclaimed.